All right, we're live. That's it? What up, man? Love the antiseptic rock intro. Thanks, man. No problem. (coughs) Welcome back, everyone. Oh, sorry for that. Uh, I'm here with Jeff Tallene. Way to get my name right, dude. Thanks for being here, man. I am so pumped to be here. We just got done discussing how I've never actually listened to the podcast, but I'm going to start listening now. <laughs> it's all good. Now you're now you're a guest. You're yeah. certified. So. I didn't know the name of the podcast. I just knew that the word millennial was in millennial it. Millennial and Arizona. And I grabbed day. everything. Yeah, I didn't know about the Arizona. I grabbed anything I could find with the word millennial, and none of those were right. So It's all good. It's all good. Are your headphones good? you got enough volume? Do you want them up a little? No, no, no. They're perfect. Cool. Yeah. Uh, should I ask you that beforehand? All good. Uh, so this is episode 23. Whoa. Um, that's symbolic. I uh, Michael Jordan wore 23. I grew up in Chicago. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So that's like that's kismet. That's Serendipity. Crazy. Kismet is like, uh, do you want to like cover that logo when I take your picture? Or are you solid? Oh, Oh yeah, we shouldn't get that. Yeah, let me let me just like it looks like I've got my hand on my heart because I'm saluting. I'll take it over here behind the mic. Just uh, put your hand down. Doesn't look like a weirdo. I got this. Oh, that is solid. (laughs) That's good. That's good. I got electrocuted partially. That's pretty good. So. Here we go. So what do you want to talk well, about? Well, here's what we're not going to talk about. You said you wanted to start off with something specific. Yeah. So what, I, what was that? I had nothing. But like, here, oh. here's what I don't want to talk about. Let's the whole about. Trump-Russia thing. You know why I don't want to talk about that? Because I don't give a shit. Okay, that's fair. Here's why. I don't think anything's going to come of it. It's not like in the old days when people in powerful positions would get you know investigated and you know, they would eventually get arrested. Something would come of it, and justice would be served. It's kind of. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Okay, put it put it this way: Trump has been breaking the law more often than he's kept it. Right. For his entire adult life, for the last forty or fifty years. Right. right? Yeah. So he breaks the law every day, as just like he wakes up in the morning and by noon, like you could have sued him ten thousand times. Yeah, that's nothing accurate. ever comes of it. He files for bankruptcy to avoid having to pay anybody. Yeah, absolutely. So either he's incompetent because he's run the business into the ground and it's not worth anything. And therefore, if his business isn't worth anything, he has no money with which to pay anyone he ever promised to pay or yep. he's incompetent. He's, he's either lying and the business has worth and he's pretending that it doesn't. Or he's just an incompetent, inept businessman, and he can't actually handle anything. So when he says he hasn't personally filed for bankruptcy, that's only because you know he creates an LLC. It's not him filing for bankruptcy. It's the business that he created going under. Yeah. And either he deliberately takes it down. So if that's his, if that's his mo, and nothing's ever come of that, then he's probably not going to go down for this either. Put it, put it this way. Magic Johnson. But you said you didn't want to talk about it. You have a lot I'm of talking about how I don't want to talk about it, which is like, you know, that's subtle. It's like faux, um, pa, faux pas or something. Yeah. And so Magic Johnson will die emaciated of full-blown HIV. How do you like that one? I like it. Full-blown HIV before Trump goes to jail for anything. And by the way, Magic Johnson's not dying of HIV. You might not remember this, 
But in 1992, Magic Johnson confessed to the world, hey, I've got the HIV virus. And we're all like, no way. Magic Johnson's going to die. That was in 1992. He's thriving with HIV. No, he'll never die. He got all the money. He'll die of old age like the couple in the notebook at the end in his sleep peacefully. I think he will. I I don't even know if the virus is inside him anymore. Like, are we positive that, like, I don't know if you ever had it. Aren't superhuman? Like, they either die prematurely, tragically, if they. Positive Elvis isn't out there, you know? Well, what what can we be positive of? Did we walk on the moon? It's like JFK. It's like maybe they're just... Let's just talk about those conspiracy theories. Maybe they we just don't entered know. into this circle of, uh, you know, rich fucking... Well, not, like the Illuminati, but not the Illuminati. Right. Like more on a, on a legit scale. Right. And like they are superhuman and they just like maybe they leave the planet. Maybe. Or maybe they're underground. They change identities. Let's start know. talking about the cloning maybe conspiracies. Maybe they live forever. Oh, my God. If, if you go to YouTube and you and you and all you want to do with the most, you know, the innocent of part, intentions is I just want to, like, listen to some clips from Dave Chappelle. The clone part You're going to run into Jurassic Dave Chappelle is a... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that was shoehorned in there. It was, it was clunky. It. it was obvious. And it had nothing to do with the rest. I had to get that in before of, I of the movie. And it's not really a spoiler because if you're going to Jurassic World for an in-depth narrative experience, then probably shouldn't even go. Like it's, I, I think it should go. I think that I think the dinosaur should be life size, and you're only going to get that on an 80 foot IMAX screen. So you yeah. should you should do that. I think it's yeah. But you know, if you're looking for an in-depth you know kind of experience, so actually the best movie I saw this summer. I know we're going all over the map topically here, but the best movie I saw this summer was Upgrade. I told you about it, right? I don't think so. I did not see that. Okay, so take RoboCop, maybe the original Terminator, Blade Runner, Cold Stone Creamery, all that together. Yeah. Uh, with some little bit of commentary on artificial intelligence. It's not a distant future movie, but it's and it's not post-apocalyptic either. But things look bleak. Remember if you saw Blade Runner 2049? The vision uh, of the future there? Dude. Like, Vegas only looks slightly worse than it does now. I fucking just, hated that movie, for it, the record. I did not hate Blade Runner 2049. I hated it. It was meditative and slow, and if you wanted an action flick, then yeah, I could see why it uh, bored you to tears. Did you like Blade Runner, the original one? Are you a Blade Runner fan? I'm a Blade Runner fan. I hate because, it. Because of what it makes me think about. Oh, that's It's fair. like there's there's the experience of watching it, which is not that great, but then it's the visuals and the what they said about what was going on yeah. when they were really cryptic about it, that it makes you think about cool things. 2001, perfect example. It's it like two and a half hours, but there's maybe 12 minutes of dialogue. That's fair. But, it, but the visuals totally changed. I mean, Star Wars was like... 2001 for kids that's fair you know what i mean and so but this movie is so much fun like i compared it to blade runner but only visually i'm gonna have to check it out you, yeah and it's it was in the theaters for you know a hot second and now it's gone and the reason it's gone is because of jurassic world it, it came into the theaters june 1st it's already out that makes sense it'll be on netflix in a month one of those quick releases right okay you should check it out i will buy a copy when it comes out. It's really? that good. It's that good? Yeah. 
I'll trust you. The basic premise I'll take it out. is it's set in the future. Things look bleak. There hasn't been an apocalypse. There's just been a recession, and we never made it out of that recession. Like the 1% and maybe 10%, they're okay. They're doing well, especially if you work in like tech yeah. or you're like you're a surgeon or something, I guess, because you cater to the rich. But most of humanity is just, they're just eking along, right? So it's rich or you're on food stamps. And this guy, um, he doesn't like technology. What he does is he, like, designs old cars. Like, like the, the rich are in love with the muscle cars of the 60s and 70s. So what he does is he just upgrades them, probably gets them to the point where they can run on, like, you know, vegetable oil or something. You know, and he makes a lot of money doing that, and his wife works for some tech company. But he hates technology. He hates the new cars that are all self-driving. There aren't any cars that you drive yourself, and that's yeah. why the rich love the muscle cars because you can't make them like that. You actually have to drive those yourself. It's like and Will so, Smith and iRobot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's what he does for a living, and then he gets in an accident, and his wife dies, and he barely makes it out alive, but he's paralyzed. And the tech guy, like the, I don't know, the Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or whatever of this reality, has technology that he's going to give this guy. It's like some artificially intelligent nanotechnology. It's like, it's like implanting Alexa or Siri or Google Assistant onto your spinal column yeah. at your brainstem. And then he has the ability to move again, Whoa. but only under the influence of that technology. So, I mean, he can decide where he moves, but if that technology decides to boot down inside him, then he's screwed. Interesting. In the beginning, he can give it commands, so he's and like it has turning to listen into a to him. cyborg, kind of? Kind of, but, I mean, it's except for that one little nanotech that's in him, that one little chip, he's just like he was before. I guess that's true. Actually, he's better. And so what he's trying to do is he's trying to figure out who killed his wife. Oh, man. I and that's all you have to know. And, like, you can just tell by the visuals, like, every scene is action-packed. There's just enough character cool. development to like give a shit about these people, but not so much that it's it's never slow. And I I think it's it's maybe just at two hours, but it it flies by. Damn, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, and you can tell just by the colors. You always are watching fucking obscure movies. I found out about this from a buddy who used to uh, review movies professionally, really? and he like he just sent me a text, dude, cancel your plans this weekend, go out and see Upgrade now. That's all he said. That's awesome. And I tried to get an explanation out of him. He's just, I'm not telling you anything else. You need to see it. Because he knew I would love it. So it sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. It, yeah. There are so many movies that are hyped and they're turn out to be a waste of time. This one, no one talked about it. I never heard about it before my buddy texted me. I'm going to text that to my writing partner, John, right now. So yeah. don't forget about it. I'm sure you can bit torrent this thing. Not oh. that we, we're officially, are we officially on or like a, like a, against doing that? What? Because if we are, um, I just, you know, obliquely referenced illegally obtaining a movie. But I also said that I would buy a copy, so I think I'm covered on that. And I went to pay to see it in the theater. Uh, I don't think my like 50 listeners are really they're not gonna going they're to not gonna arrest mind. us on this one. I think I've talked about a lot worse things. So I far. bet you have. Yeah. So yeah, you can probably find a copy of this movie somewhere, and when you do, yeah, I would like to. Yeah, and I know I you'll have, do the right thing later and buy. An I do have copy. the legal streaming app on my phone that I use very frequently. So yeah. I will check that out. 
Uh, Not to... We'll talk about what I hate about the Trump presidency one more time. That's not what you think. Uh-oh. It's not, it's not the obvious thing. So Trump we're going, himself. We're going back to Trump now. We're going back to Trump just for a second. Not to Trump himself, but it's all the outrage thrown at Trump yeah. that will probably still not amount to anything on election day and maybe he'll get reelected again. It's like the whole nation is unified in hating him, but when it comes to voting for somebody else, not enough people will vote for that somebody else and he'll get elected again. Do you realize in six out of the last seven presidential elections, it's actually been the Democrat that's won the popular vote? There's only one time where a Republican won the popular vote, and that was 04 with Bush. Every other time, Democrats win the popular vote. I think the vote. electoral college needs to go away It, it clearly does. It, it's, it's worthless. I gave a speech about that in college. Let's hear... I did. 60 seconds on that speech right oh, now. Oh, I just said, like, it's, it's just bullshit, you know, how... Um, the small minority subsets of America get to decide who's president. And right. Like, people don't understand that. Like, like the Duck Dynasty crowd or whatever. Well, not, not that I'm anti them, but just people that. Not even that, but yeah. it's just that like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, like people don't understand what like gerrymandering is. Right. And and what uh, districts are actually voter drawn suppression. to look like. Yeah, voter suppression is a real fucking thing. Yeah, they talk about like, voter fraud while they tweak the election results. Right. It's And it's not about, like, hacking into the computer the tabulator votes. Our, the elections are already rigged right. by limiting us to two shitty candidates. When, right. when the primaries came out, during the primary stage, right. guess what percentage of, when they had tons of other options besides Clinton and Trump, Guess what percentage voted for Clinton and Trump during the primaries nationwide? Percentage? Yeah. Oh, actually voted for either of them? Uh, yeah, either one. Their combined total of the people that participated in the primaries when they had tons of other Republicans Wasn't it like to choose 18%? from. it 18%? 14%. Yeah, it was super low. And so everyone hated them. Yeah. When they combined for 14. Right. And then, you know, the reason why, one of the reasons, one of the like half a dozen main reasons why he won was because people were pissed off that they didn't have Bernie to vote for. Right. And I, I do remember that happening because Hillary got, it was like, maybe she got like 18% of the Democratic vote or something. Yeah. And then it was like 50 or 60 something percent Bernie. Right. And then, you know, other were just like throwaway votes or uh, fucking independent. Right. People. Um, But yeah, like for the whole electoral college thing it's just people don't understand that like every four years new people get elected that gives them the right to redraw district lines and they literally redraw them around populations that are known to vote one way statistically right and they look at the populations of people living in specific areas and draw their line around those areas as much as possible to get all the voters that vote like in their little yeah. group. And then that gives them enough sway county wise to like win the state's votes. Right. And that's what sways the Senate and the, the house. And it mm-hmm. just works for the president. But also the reason why that college. works, let's go even deeper because you know, the United States of America has never been more racially diverse than it is right now. Right. Why doesn't it matter? It's because we've never been more geographically segregated. You go to any major city, everyone knows it's that part of town, and you only have this type of, of person making this much money per year. 
exactly. another side of town, only this type of person making this much money. Yeah. In St. Louis, where I moved from out, out to the valley from there, they be the BBC or was some uh, you know British documentarian. They did a study of the Del Mar Loop in St. Louis. We're literally talking across the street, like north of this of this uh, street. The average uh, value of a home like seventy thousand, right? Just south of it, two hundred and seventy thousand. Right. Hardly anybody has a college degree north. Everyone has a college degree south. Like it was night and day, and it was literally just across the street. And you have this complete polar opposite. Right. So that's why drawing the districts, it, it's made easier. We had a Fair Housing Act in 1968 that was supposed to get rid of any kind of discrimination when it came to who lived where. Fifty years later, hardly any progress because of redlining, right? zoning, areas for different purposes, things like that. Banks are going to lend here, but they're like systematically not going to lend over there. So no one starts a business over there. Everyone does it over here. Right. And we're just manufacturing this. That's why the political manipulation that you described is so effective. Right. Because other things have been done to make sure it's effective. Right. Of course. And it's just like the it's whole all, system is pieced yeah. together. And then you start talking about conspiracies and everyone just like assumes like that. That's what kills me, man. It's like people think conspiracy is like the inquirer. We've had this conversation. Right. Before. That's yeah. yeah. That's the conspiracy. That's bullshit. Yeah. To mask the fact that almost everything is done through like collusion and stuff like that yeah and no one takes that conspiracy seriously if you use the word conspiracy most people just check out they don't want to talk to you because conspiracy is one of those trigger words these days that is basically it's one of those words that just it doesn't mean what people think it means right exactly (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. They just they just think you, you know, that you're one of those dudes that believes in like alien abductions. Right. 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 Like it's not like a conspiracy theory. It's that literally people get together and and conspire. Conspire. Yes. To do something together with an ultimate goal in mind. Right. That is what a conspiracy is. And what I want to say to people, I want to go, hey, man, you know how you're a shithead? But when you wake up on Saturday, you have some vague conception of what you're going to spend your day doing? Yeah. Well, that's kind of the same thing, only add a billion dollars to your bank account. Yeah. And your buddies also have a billion dollars. Yeah. And by the way, eight people on Earth own as much wealth as 3.5 billion people do. And like, You think that stuff just happens by accident? But you don't think they hang out? Right, exactly. They hang out and talk, and they're like, hey, what do you say if we do this, then poverty goes up by 4% over the next 10 years, right. and that's going to plunge the third world into a famine, and guess what we're going to do? We're going to buy up these companies that are going to provide a solution for that problem that we're manufacturing out of thin air, and then we're going to profit off the solution to the problem that we created, because... We're a bunch of billionaire douchebags. Yeah, but if you say that to people, you sound like a crazy asshole. And you do. I mean, uh, you're not allowed to say things like that. I know. But that's the way reality I'm works. I'm really upset I don't have my camera set up to film this. That was such a good part to fucking put on Facebook. I bet. it. Well, we could still put the audio on Facebook, right? Absolutely, yeah. It'll yeah. be all up online after this. But. Okay, sweet. Um, okay, so to help people, to help the uninitiated, and I'm guessing your listeners, like, we're just preaching to the choir. But if you're if you're listening, take this to the people that you know need to hear it. To describe conspiracy, this is how it works. Remember Lance Armstrong? I remember him. Remember what he did? Like you could see that coming a mile away. Of course he juiced. 
Of course he took performance-enhancing <laughs> drugs. If you can pedal up a mountain and your mouth isn't even open, you're not even breathing hard, did you're you watch, probably on something. Did you watch Icarus? I did see that, yeah. I fucking love The whole Icarus. Russian doping system is I do funded have to say, by Before we get on Putin. Icarus, though, all I think about with Lance Armstrong is the fact that he was in Dodgeball. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, all I can ever think about is he's like, oh, hey, Peter. Yeah. I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah. He's like, I watch you all the time on the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's the thing <laughs> is that he looked like this mensch. This always oh, the greatest guy in the world. I watch you all the time on the Ocho. <laughs> but but what I what I was watching, I was I was like paying attention to his life. And I'm like, he survived testicular cancer. Brain, brain cancer. lung, and testicular cancer all at the same time. Right, right, exactly. But he couldn't keep the marriage going. Ooh, see what I'm you saying? Think now, it's because he lost the ball, though. No, 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 no. I think I it's think because it, it his wife my, knew the truth about him from way back when, and he was probably a dick. It would ruin my ego a little bit, though. Like thinking about what your drunk would look like, like minus the balls. That's true, but most of the time, when you're you in an intimate situation, you're not staring at someone's junk with your eyes. So who cares what it looks like down there? Right. I mean, everyone looks the same in the dark, but that's not really the point. Even a I mean, well-lit room, your eyeballs aren't necessarily always staring at the thing. You're right. But, I mean, don't you think it's got to be a little weird? Oh, to, like, when you're used to... I don't want to get too caught See, up I don't, on the I don't know subject, what it's like from her me neither, perspective. Me neither. So I'm, just, even I'm groping about, in the dark to try to about my own life as myself, I mean, I mean it's got to change a man. It changes dogs. Right. I don't know. I've never known a dog with without both of its balls. Really? Pretty I mean, sure. My dog doesn't have balls. Well, I, I had a. Our dog was female. Okay, so I. Well, I know your dog, but I didn't know it didn't have balls. Right. Like they all. No, most dogs. Well, I don't know what your dog was like when it had. Most his dogs balls. who get fixed don't have balls. I'm just saying it changes them. It like calms them down. They lose their testosterone. It doesn't produce in their body anymore. Got yeah. Now, I th- I think the marriage went south because she was tired of keeping all of his secrets. Mm, that's fair. Sorry for getting she, caught up on the balls. No, folks. no, it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. We we spent more time on balls than I thought we were gonna. It's okay. by like a factor it's of okay. ten. Um, factor two. It's okay. But yeah, so I think that's why that didn't. Well, like when I see someone's personal life fall apart and they've overcome all these things that are way harder than just to be married longer. Three forms of cancer hits him at once. That's no problem. Keeping the marriage together during it all. I know tragedy sometimes breaks people apart. But when that didn't work, I I thought to myself, I wonder if it's because she knows the real him and is tired of the discrepancy between how everybody celebrates him, the public image of Lance Armstrong, versus the douchebag that she has to live with that's an egomaniac. That's fair, and I mean, or or maybe you know, not to paint her like as a constantly saint. Constantly having people over to the house, sticking needles in his butt, sure. fucking roiding all the time. Right. He's probably having roid rages at home. There you go. He goes just does, like those football players who go crazy because of that CTE. Yeah. Their personal lives are are a mess. Yeah. And then you realize it's all because they have that that brain disease. All right, I'm just saying it's not all because brain disease. Most football players super aggressive. They can't rein it in. Most football players. I'm just going to say something super racist real quick. They grew up in the hood. They got a lot of money. 
Do they? You can't take the hood out of the fucking person. Did the lineman grow up in the hood? Like the guy's name I'm gonna Brutus go with, Krasinski? Does he grow I'm up gonna in the I'm going to go with a solid conservative Does estimate. the guy who holds the the um, the hiked ball for the place kicker, does he grow up in the hood? No. I think he grows white, up in like. Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I'm just saying I'm going to go with a conservative estimate. 40% of professional athletes grew up in... In a non-favorable, in a violent fashions, right? In a violent part of America, I I went with super racist. I said it very <laughs> PC at the end, right? Right. Very unfavorable right. home lives for forty percent of or, professional or athletes. Or even even if their upbringing wasn't violent, the game is. So like, when the game is over, do they just go back to being like you know you're you're not going to be hitting people for a living. And then well, Mr. Rogers around the Well, house. I don't know because, like, you know, professional fighters like UFC fighters don't have a historical history of getting historical history. That was good. <laughs> good word choice, Jeremy. Right, yeah. Um, they don't have, like, a history of domestic violence, I don't believe. I mean, some of them, sure. But it's not, like, one in ten. <laughs> like it kind of is with football players. Yeah, I guess. I think you could argue one person on every football team right now has some kind of domestic violence issue. That's true. <laughs> well, like, well people have talked about this before. There's a there's this great site we're talking about conspiracies, um, disinfo.com. Remember that they they Ooh, Do you want to go to it right now? Let's if it's still a site. Like This I is a real podcast, baby. We got we, the internet. We have the internet here, sure. We can talk about the posters that are up in this. Have you heard about? I just want to bring up this thing really quick. It's mostly DC, y'all. You like this? Oh wait, one? there's a DC Marvel combination poster. Yeah, isn't that sick? They're at the movies. That's like my favorite poster. That's cool. That one I got from NAU, the guard, the guide to the Mars. Oh yeah, rover. But, uh, that one's pretty sick. The, the observatory up there where yeah. they discovered Pluto, and now it's not even a planet. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, you ever heard of this art? display in santa fe out in new mexico nope i know santa fe is an artsy town it's called meow wolf it's pretty insane man it's like apparently this guy bought this old someone told me it's like a bowling alley like a big warehouse right and he opened it up to like local artists to like make things in and like put them on display so like he just opened it up and like he hires people and like it's like a whole fucking art thing now but it's like so he Created all this artwork. He didn't. Oh, okay. Artists came in. It's like an open art collaborative interactive wow. space. It's weird. Anyway, right. if it, it blew my mind. I went deep on a lady at the car. Uh, I just bought a new car. Yeah. The uh, Should I mention the car? Yeah. Subaru Impreza. What up? Sticking with the Subaru family. There you go. Love it. Love it. Subaru Forcer for four years. I'm not, not going to shit on you for not buying American because I bought a Kia a while ago. I don't have it now because um, it you know got totaled. But that car, like someone actually went to the trouble of trying to call me out. Oh, you didn't buy an American car. I'm like, first off, no one American, buys American cars, cars. They're garbage. Suck. But my Kia was manufactured in Georgia. So I will so, say. isn't that an American car? That's fair, yeah. Created a lot of American jobs. I will say Subaru is built in two places. One in Japan. Sure. One in America. Yeah. I bet they do the hard stuff in Japan. I and do believe do my car stuff here. was built in Japan. Right. But I don't give a fuck because I like Subarus. Right. No problem with it. 
<laughs> Some of the Subarus are built here. Anyways, we don't have to go on this Mount Meow Wolf shit. What's up with disinfo.com? Okay. Sorry to get off the fucking So disinfo.com, they did but the lady an at article. The car dealership told me Mount Meow Wolf. That wasn't totally off topic. It looks pretty badass. Um, This is an article that came out, I don't know, 10, 12, maybe 15 years ago. I can't remember. I got into disinfo.com around, like after 9-11 is when I got into conspiracies. Because the 9-11 conspiracies were ratcheting up from, and this is weird because I'm, I know you're going to come back, but when you're not here, I feel weird. Okay. You were hard. You were gone for two seconds, but I'm like, it became my podcast for a second. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to host a podcast. Turn the AC down. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so that's when I got into conspiracy after nine 11. That's when I got into disinfo.com and they ran a story about the NFL. And they basically said it should be called the National Felon League. And they talked about that the league is fixed, right? Professional sports, they're not, they're not fixed in that every single outcome has been orchestrated. It's not like, but it's more like a reality TV. We're going to put you in this situation that we've, you know, sort of the parameters have been set and you've got a little bit of freedom within these boundaries. But for the most part, like, you know, the NBA... Definitely, definitely fixed, right? You've got uh, that game a while back, the Los Angeles uh, Lakers versus, remember when the uh, Sacramento Kings were pretty good? <laughs> yeah. They were, they were. And there was a playoff game between the Lakers and the Kings, and you know that the league wants the Lakers to get into the NBA Finals. Oh, yeah. Because that's L.A. media money. That's a certainty. Right, and they don't want the Sacramento Kings to get in. And the Sacramento Kings better beat the shit out of the Lakers or they have no chance to win the game. And here's what happened. Uh, I think this is uh, back when Kobe and Shaq were playing on the same team. Uh, The Lakers went to the line 47 times. You get to score without the clock moving. Yep. Right? So that's, you know. Now, the Lakers could miss all those free throws, but you know they're not going to miss them all with that kind of discrepancy. And the Kings went to the line like 13 times. Okay, a couple years after that, a book comes out. It was going to be called uh, Culture of Fraud because of that NBA referee that got caught like price fixing, helping gamblers, oh skewing the God. outcome. Yeah, I remember. But that. Isn't it, he in prison? He might. Yeah, he, I, I think he is. Yeah. But here's what always happens in any any conspiracy like this. If they can pin it on one person, it doesn't look like systemic fraud. It looks like an individual, that like one a bad guy went apple. to prison, but it was like 12 referees that were in on right. it. Yeah. But he was the fall guy, just yeah. like any planned thing. Yeah, he and was so, the leader. He was the leader. Right. Or, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone was, they probably had side deals he or something like it. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you guys. Right. And then now that he's, now that he's in jail, the NBA has integrity again. No, yeah. it does not. Um, but instead of being called culture of fraud, the publisher probably took some heat from the NBA and and their lawyers and the book came out and it was called personal foul. See the, like the slant it's his like play on words cause he's a ref, but also this is my personal problem. The NBA didn't have a problem. I did. Yeah. Okay. Same thing with the NFL in this article on disinfo.com listeners probably didn't think I was going to tie it back, but I did. So on disinfo, they took the same slant on the NFL that basically what happens is they know that these guys come out of college, they don't have a lot of maturity, and boom, they're a millionaire, and they know they're going to do some 
you know, sketchy college frat boy stuff. They're all idiots. Right. Yeah. And so they're going to do something stupid and something illegal. Mm-hmm. They're not going to register their handgun. They're going to be at a club and they're going to do some cocaine. Yeah. Something, right? Yeah. And maybe they should go to jail for a felony. But yeah. instead, the league swoops in. This is all in the article. This isn't me, right? So I don't know if disinfo, how long their archives go back. But again, the guy said that it should be called the National Felon League. And he said, basically what happens is if you screw up in the NFL, the league says, all right, you work for us. Well, yeah, but I play for the Kansas City Chief. You work for us. So when we want you to do something that's going to throw a game, you're going to do it or you're going to go to jail. That's what that article alleged. Damn. But think of it, though. If you're in trouble and you know that, you know, your employer, the employer of the league, the NFL supersedes your team because the NFL, as an organization, can tell you, you don't play for that team anymore. We have this on you. It's an open and shut case. We have evidence that you did this. We're going to cover it up. But why would we do that for free? If we can get you to manipulate the results of games for us, then we're going to do that. Jesus. Think think of the potential of that. Conspiracy. Exactly, man. But it makes sense, though. It's not like a far-fetched conspiracy. And if so many guys in, in the NFL have screwed up. to talk about conspiracies with, by the way. Because I find the ones that actually you make sense. You find the fun ones that make sense. Well, yeah. but... But Lance Armstrong, perfect example right there. How many years went Dude, by where, where the we public got off believed? Track on Icarus. No, that's true. But yeah, but we we circled back. So we did. Circling the wagon. So basically, everyone knew, like the sponsors knew. Oh right? yeah. The World Anti Doping Association. Dude, they knew. Cycling knew. federations knew. You know, U USPS, of course, like, you know, not the mail carriers. If you talk to your postman about, you know, Lance Armstrong and he likes cycling, he's probably going to say Lance Armstrong's a great guy. But the guy at the top of the United States Postal Service who signed off on the deal to give Lance Armstrong's team a lot of money, you don't think he wanted to guarantee a victory? Of course he did. So he's totally on board with Lance Armstrong juicing or whatever he's got to do, especially when almost everyone else in professional cycling did you really mean they, the Postal Service? Yeah, that was the main sponsor to Lance Armstrong's was uh, it really? cycling. Yeah, it was USPS. That's fa- fascinating. He wore the Postal logo on, on okay, his jersey. That, that makes sense. Yeah, makes and sense. everyone saw that. It's the, They're like, you know, NASCAR Remember dudes, when fucking but it's on everyone and their mom in 2005 wore fucking Livestrong well, braces? Yeah, Livestrong or like was what would Lance do? everyone in my right. high school. Right. It's so a Livestrong, bro. Yeah. Oh, you don't have one? It's like, no, I don't fucking have one. No, <laughs> I, I don't want to Livestrong because Lance I don't Armstrong. want my balls to shrink. But he was, I mean, for people who don't understand, like everyone understands probably these days, but Lance Armstrong was the biggest athlete on the planet. Yeah. He was LeBron James at the time. Right. And he how, was Michael how big was cycling before him? No one cared. Right. <laughs> and, and and now we're right back to that. We're right back to no one cared. Oh, yeah. I couldn't tell you when the Tour de France is. Go to, but when go Lance to ESPN. Armstrong was in it, right. I could tell you when it was every year. You know why? Because there's fucking ads on TV there, for it. And there was a Tour reason to France watch it. Is coming up, baby. Yeah, I think Lance I'll watch a guy going pedal. For number four. I'll watch a guy pedal for nine hours. That, that sounds like a, a good use of my time. <laughs> but if you go to ESPN now, how many rungs down before you get to cycling? Do oh, they even cover it? Cycling, NBA... No Major League Baseball, NFL, cycling is sport number 75. During the Olympics. Right. So they had to keep it going. 
someone so out there is like, fuck you guys. Tour de France is on ESPN every year. We know there's no one out there doing that. <laughs> at the height, now, now this would have been controversial at the height of his fame and success, which is when I was shitting on him. And I, you know, I like we've all trolled, right? I go to, especially under YouTube clips in the comments section, right? We all like, you know, we go into an area where everyone is for something. I think I'll be the, uh, you know, dissenting voice in this group. And it's fun to get everyone mad and yeah. attacking you. So I would do that on Lance Armstrong. Things. Yeah. I do it for tennis people that even that the ones that I like, I know, you know, that like, Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer, people at the top of the game. Like three or four guys have won 90% of the major tennis tournaments in the last 15 Federer's years. Federer's balling out of control right now too, right? He lost. He lost. Oh, he did? He just recently lost. And then that throws everything into question. You see, no, the results aren't doctored. Not each individual one. Well, someone has to lose sometime, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah he has to lose every Even round again. Even when I cheated in college, I made not to made sure not to get you didn't get 99 i didn't get every answer on the test right i missed a couple all right exactly i had every answer 50 questions i got 47 right right because you know that that's like an a but it's not an a that's like how did you get it looks like i tried but not too hard right did you ever have someone cheat off you and you knew they were cheating off you so when you knew that they were looking you deliberately got that wrong I, I used to do this to a guy in seventh grade. He would try to cheat off me, and, and he was my buddy, but I also knew he was a shithead. And so I would get the answers wrong when I knew he was looking, and then I'd go back in a race. And, like, we'd get the results back, and I'd get, like, an A-, minus, and he'd get a D. And he goes, dude, I don't understand that. I cheated off your paper. I'm like, it's the damnedest thing. <laughs> it's the damnedest thing. I don't know how it happened either. <laughs> I would ask you to calculate the odds of that happening, but you suck at math. You're probably not going to be able to do it. Oh, my God. Why don't you just move on? Oh, my God. It's like, I don't know what happened to the guy. I don't know where he is today. <laughs> He's probably unemployed. Oh, my God. That's the greatest so, shit. Actually, if you're, if you're on Lance Armstrong's team... <laughs> You're just I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna do it. If I'm back to Lance and I gotta make this point, if you're on Lance Armstrong's team <laughs> and you're like, this guy's a dick, but then you're thinking, yeah, but I'm a professional bicycle rider and I make a million dollars a year. I have anonymity because I'm not as famous as Lance, but I have money. Girls are talking to me. Maybe I'll just keep covering up this guy's secret because it's helping me too. Until. You get kicked off the team. Now telling the truth is more beneficial for you than keeping the lie. And that's when a conspiracy falls apart. As soon as someone who's involved in the conspiracy was benefiting off the secret being kept, no longer benefits from the secret being kept, he tells the truth. And then everyone discredits that guy. Oh, he's just like a disgruntled ex. He's just trying to tear down the image of Lance Armstrong. No, he just isn't benefiting anymore. And now he's going to come out with a book and maybe like a movie or he's going to do a round of talk shows. So true. And now he makes money off telling the truth. Like he's not committed to the truth. He was committed to whatever made him money. And now he's like Jose Consenco talking about the, you know, the baseball players that, that juiced. Yeah. It's just so obvious, man. Those are the conspiracies like steroids in baseball, in cycling, steroids in sports in general. The way our government manipulates the results of elections without doing the obvious thing of, like, cheating 
you know, or, or yeah. you know, hacking into the computers that tabulate our votes. They're not doing obvious things like that. They're doing way harder things to. They are doing that. that. I mean, that's a real thing. That's been proven. Well, okay, voting in, machines have in been the hacked in a the lot. 2000 election, the Diebold machines were voting machines are hacked a lot. <laughs> that that's being done. That has been proven. Okay, well then that then that tells you one There's thing. That videos, our democracy is literally a complete. It's literally sham, videos online no. of people using a voting machine bad? and clicking one button. And outputting the results, and it shows you it entered a different fucking... Dude, I swear to God. Then it, nothing matters anymore. I think that was the 2012 election. I think that was a big one for wow. Obama. Yeah. I, I did hear that there was maybe some issues in either 2000 or 2004, and they got a third-party company to vet the performance of the voting machines or look into it, and it was... During Bush's reign, right. and the company that performed the independent third-party investigation was from Texas. Yeah, okay. And they had ties back to the so Bush family. So what really pisses me off about all that shit, and people don't understand how the fucking government contract works yeah. when you talk about shit like that. It's like an independent third-party contractor. You know how a contract works? People <laughs> put in fucking bids, Yeah, and typically... The highest bidder, the person who is willing to do the same work that a hundred other companies are right. willing to do for the lowest amount of money possible right. gets the fucking contract. Right. So you could be the worst company in the world. Yeah. But you were like, oh, we could do that shit for five grand. No problem. Right. And like, oh, fuck, sick. We're going to get, guys, we're going to get the shit fucking fixed for five grand. Yeah. This the top no, top notch company was half a million, right? Sure. But five grand for these fucks. It also works, and that's in how reverse. the government works. How did Betsy <laughs> like, DeVos become Secretary of Education when she's never attended a public school? Because never been inside. Because she bribed the congressman. Fucking paid so much money for right. Trump's campaign. Right. And she's in the fucking. She also paid everyone in Congress. Good graces of half the Republican politicians right. that they said, you know who'd be great for this? Betsy. Someone you know who's why? already. Because Betsy has us. deep fucking pockets. Yeah. But the reason she was born into wealth and then she married into greater wealth. She openly still. admits that none of her kids went to public school. Right. And neither did she. Yeah. So she was already like her brother is the Blackwater well, Secretary guy. of Public Education. Right, I know. <laughs> it's like, what the she's fuck? right, and and here's okay. So you I know, can't even. We could get into so much from growing this. up and not going to public school. Do you know what I mean? Like I grew up and went to public school my entire life. Public right. high school, kindergarten, most everything. of the things that I have ever been associated with have been public versions of those things. <laughs> like every rich dude has a library in their own house because he doesn't need the public yeah, library. Yeah, no, we went. To I the needed public the public one. library. Yeah, yeah. And and when I was a kid, my mom like duped me into thinking it was a store, and but unlike all the other stores, she could afford to buy me whatever I wanted in that store. But then I thought it was weird that I had to give it back like a week later. Right. I didn't figure this out till I was like maybe seven or eight, you know, because if we were in an actual store, it was no, can't afford it. No, no, no. And then I would go and she tricked me into reading because we'd go into that. And I'm like, it seems like this store is mostly books. Yeah, but you can have literally whatever you want. 
as long as we bring it back next week. Yeah. And she tricked me into enjoying <laughs> reading. I, that's a good trick. It is. It is a good trick. Well, you know, I'm like I owe most of my and and then they never discouraged me. Like they never told me to read anything other than what I was interested in, which is like sports. You know, and then I would go to school. I'm like, Mom, I don't like the non-sports books. So it kind of backfired. So I didn't get good grades for a while. Just want the sports books? Yeah, yeah. I got in trouble in class again for reading. That's so funny. Because I was reading the books <laughs> that I enjoyed. Man. We go so fast on topics. We still have time left, though, right? Because you have as much time as you have, my brother. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not done. We could talk about other things. Let's talk about. Okay. Thirty-five. So I'm. I'm looking at. I mean, there's like, it's a veritable pop culture museum in in this uh, studio here. Oh yeah. I, so you I gotta. Get around. I get around. You got a Ben Affleck, Batfleck with the Superman logo on top. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. You know that folklore about in the Will Smith I Am Legend movie, you saw a Batman v Superman poster in the background of that movie? Yeah. That was just like the logo that eventually came out? Yeah. It shows you how long things are in production in Hollywood. Yeah. You know? Um, so he's not going to be Batman ever again, right? Like Affleck? Or is he going to be in The Batman? But oh, I've heard he's done. Like it's he's, all debatable. So he was working on a solo Batman project. He was going to write and direct it. Then he stepped down as director. Then I heard the whole thing got kind of just like put off. And I'm not really sure what's happening with that. I personally was super excited for a Batfleck movie. He, I still haven't seen the Batman of the comics Banging on all cylinders. As much as I love the Nolan movies, yeah, the fight choreography sucked. To me, the camera work you, during the did fight. Did you sucked. read the Batman vs Superman comics? Uh, Doom- I have read or the Doomsday comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know those stories pretty well. Like, do you know the Batman vs Superman original story? Like, why it happened? It didn't shit? involve. Uh, like, wasn't it The Dark Knight Returns or something? It was something like that, yeah. But it was like, he was going rogue in Gotham, and the president called Superman, like, you gotta fucking yeah. handle this. Right, right. And so Superman went... And that's confront- kind of what happened in Batman him. v Superman. Right. But There's no call from the president. That movie is genuinely a very good adaptation of that story. You mean the Warner Brothers animated pictures, which are always better than their live action? No, I mean the live action one they made, Batman vs. Oh, Superman. okay. Yeah. Like the long version of I it. I have that one, yeah. The actual long version is an Makes actual way good more sense. adaptation of the comic book. Yeah. I think they did a good job, to be yeah. honest. What they had to change a lot of shit. On, uh, and it's too Schneider. compact. Like, Doomsday shouldn't have been in it and shit. It should yeah. have been strictly Batman versus Superman storyline. Right. And they should have really thrown a lot more storyline into Batman right. in that movie. Right, because them ironing out their differences launches the justice league right they could have done it like that right and then before having a justice league team up movie you like slowly piecemeal your way into it the way marvel did right. and they gave us iron man and they gave us yeah Thor like as if a i wrote batman versus years. superman i would have finished the movie with them like teaming up to handle a problem right but that you was, don't see the problem that was maybe that's less, the next movie less big as doomsday yeah. No, I mean, like, you see them handle oh, it together. I got you. Like, smaller. Whether it's, yeah. like, Lex Luthor fucking flew into the city and some big fucking machine he built. 
Yeah. Or, you know, whatever the fucking thing is. Like, right. it should have finished with them working together and essentially making the Justice League, like you said. What, Instead, what do you think? they put fucking Doomsday, Death of Superman, and all this bullshit right. all in one fucking movie, and they right. ruined it. Yeah. What do you think of Man of Steel? I thought it was good. It I was liked good. It. it was good. People are like, no, they ruined all these buildings and they don't even talk about it, blah, blah. I'm like, have you seen an Avengers movie? Yeah. They destroyed New York how many times? And then they went overseas and they destroyed another city. It's the same thing. And they didn't deal with it during those movies. They they dealt with it in subsequent movies. It's the same thing. Yeah. I I just don't get it. Why why did Batman vs. Superman get shit on for it? Right. Because Superman's, like, super noble. Like, right. have you read a Superman comic? Like, fucked up shit happens to him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but, okay. It can't be a happy-go-lucky movie. They already did that with Christopher Reeve in the 70s. Right. And that was a different time. Totally different time. In society. Different kind of underwear. Different, like, you know, like, he was wearing, I don't know, like a aerobics leotard. Like yeah, back back then. I like mean, if you've watched different. the the Christopher Reeve movies, they're actually pretty good I from a story. All. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good from a story perspective. Yeah, because they bundle them all together for nine bucks. Well, and I mean, I'm you'll a, buy it if you like one scene. I'm a big Superman fan. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm I'm actually I want there to be a sequel to Man of Steel. There is. They're working on it. Yeah, but and they're taking Man a of Steel long time. Comes out like 2019, I think. Maybe 2020. That's interesting because isn't there also going to be an Aquaman and a Cyborg yeah. movie? Yeah. Let's fact check this. Man How fast Steve. is your internet connection, man? It's uh, pretty damn fast. Oh, I got 500 meg for, for sure. You. I ain't no cheap bitch. <laughs> no one should have. Got like, that we should all have internet, gigabit brother. speed. It's it's insane. Like there's no reason to have internet slower. There's no that. confirmed release date right now. It does say it's finally happening. Right. But that's uh. Henry Cavill says Man of Two Steel Two would have helped fix the whole next stabbing. Oh, maybe they're not doing it. Would have shown a less murderous Superman. So it sounds like it's canceled. Wait a minute, a less murderous? Like, he inadvertently killed some people when the buildings... Well, he killed Zod. Well, he had to kill Zod. Zod was about to uh, well, but that's like vision That was the biggest issue in people. the movie is that Superman doesn't kill people. Had no problem with him killing a Kryptonian he that was a dick. Snapped Zod's neck, though. But it's like Good. one of his things is like... And he yells in anguish people. when he does it. Despite the fact that Zod was like Hitler on steroids times infinity. Yeah. You know, it's not like Zod would have stopped at just killing two people. He would have destroyed... Like, all the... Like, in Batman v Superman, all the uh, suspicion and all the speculation about what if Superman becomes an evil person and destroys Earth. Well, Zod was that guy from the instant he set foot on the planet. I loved that he killed him. You know, I still have a problem with the whole sexual relationship with uh, Lois Lane. Not because it's with her... But because if you're a super dude, you're telling me that you have enough control during orgasm. Like how how much speed like it you know, what's inside him, the Kryptonian seed is going to rocket out of him fast enough to go right through Lois Lane. Like it it, it would shoot through her like a bullet. You Think can't tell so? me that he can control himself during that 
during that episode. Otherwise, he's just holding back. Wow. And she's like, why, why don't you ever let yourself go when we're together? It's like, because I don't want to tear you in half. Wow. With my Kryptonian I never thought about ejaculate. it that way. You can't control yourself during that. No one can. I'm sorry. No one's ever thought of that. They just, oh, he can. Uh, like, they've never explained. They I'm have a, never explained how he's able I'm to do it. I'm a huge Superman fan. And, and you've uh, never thought of that. Because I when you're not a huge Superman fan, you can think about things like this. And I think, by the way, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be a kick-ass Joker. I'm sorry, is he a real Joker? They're talking about it. Doesn't he look like Joker? Like, his normal face looks like Joker. They don't even have to put yeah, makeup I mean, on Yeah, I mean, he's a disturbing-looking human and being. He, well, he's a disturbing human being, period. I, you know, I think they just said action, and they're like, hey, what he's doing just off the top of his head is creepier than anything we could write for him. Dude, they're talking about doing a Joker origin movie with him? Okay. I dude, I Here's what's I'm wrong with the origin. It. Here's I'm what's wrong with it. the origin of the Joker. I'm over it. I don't want You're not supposed Joker. to see where he came from. The whole point of the Joker is he could literally be anybody. Yeah, that is the point. So don't tell me precisely how he came to be. Yeah, doing an origin story is stupid. That's what was so funny about the Dark Knight. Every time he told his backstory, he made up a different, you know, bullshit. You know, like my dad was a drunk and he hit me. My wife was horribly disfigured and so I mangled my own face to look like her but then she left me you know like every time he told somebody but you know how he got these scars yeah the Heath Ledger one was fantastic yeah because he, he didn't know he stories. was a, a pure agent of chaos you had no idea why he was doing what he was doing you had no, no idea where he came from you know? Well, and he was totally psychotic I mean right. everyone he met he, he made up something new to say to him my the thing that I think is so funny about that is when he tells Batman, if you don't take off your mask and reveal your true identity, I'm going to kill people. And then when Batman doesn't do that, it's his fault that people are dying. Yeah. No, that's not a thing. Like, you killed them. That's why it's your fault. Like, yeah. There's no, like, prerequisite yeah. for people staying there's alive. There's no blackmailing involves... into murder that right. makes it okay. Exactly. Like, it's like, let's try Batman for letting the Joker kill people. <laughs> right. Like, that was his twisted logic on that. He yeah. Was like, and you didn't disappoint. Yeah. You let five people die. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude. Yeah, but that all that entire movie, it's like... Yeah, it is a fun proposition, though, from like the other side of the fence. It is it's like, like most... I won't kill these people if you just do the one thing you don't want to do. Right. It's it's brilliant. <laughs> if you're it's an great. evil genius, then it's completely brilliant. And it's then great. almost everything he said was right. He goes, if 10,000 soldiers die, nobody bats an eye because that's part of the plan. But if I shoot one governor, everyone loses their minds. Or one hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's other hospitals. Have you seen Truth or Dare yet? No. I don't even know what that is. The movie, the horror movie. Nope. It just came out like last year. Missed it's with it. like Lucy Hale and like a Teen Wolf guy and some like younger actors. It's like a cheesy horror movie kind of like the okay. concept, but it was pretty fucking good. I'm ashamed to admit that I watched like three seasons of Teen Wolf. Oh, there you go. I mean, I just. Well, the main girl is Pretty and... Little Liars. I've definitely yeah. seen like three seasons of that shit. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's just um, one of those things that I'm like, it's not bad enough to stop watching. Yeah. And my curiosity about what's going to happen next overrides the, truth or dare the shame was, I feel. Truth or Dare was really good. 
in the sense that so like the premise is people play truth or dare and if you don't do it it has deadly consequences makes so sense it's like a, a, the game like possesses them and basically like if they don't do it then yeah. the game kills them sounds a little bit like the ring almost yeah but where if you don't follow the rules yeah it will kill you but and if you do follow the rules then it just spreads to somebody else. So the game is just like super fucked up and like uh, makes them do all the shit they don't want to do, like their deepest, darkest secrets. No, I do, like I do remember this. I remember the trailer now. It was really, it was like I thought it was gonna be really cheesy and stupid, and it was like pretty fucking dark and and like entertaining. Yeah, like it was. I was like, holy shit, I can't wait to see how this ends. And then the ending, I was like, oh, I saw that coming, but yeah, yeah. okay. But it was really good. Best Anyways. horror movie ever. Ever? Just your preference. Not like a, you know, I, I don't want to get into a movie critic debate about what's the best, most artistic. No. What did you like the best? Um, you can only watch one horror movie for the rest of your life. What is oh, it? Oh, man. I, f- I had like a new favorite recently. I can't remember what it was. Oh, probably A Quiet Place. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Right. That was amazing. Um, the plot holes or the criticisms that people have. Oh, if it's uh, if you can't be heard near the waterfall, why wouldn't you just live by the waterfall? Completely asinine criticism of that. First of all, they had always lived in that farmhouse. That was their house. Yeah. The whole, and also people lose track of the subtext of the movie. What are they trying to say? Right? What's going on in the United States right now? Right? If you're trying to start a family, you probably should not be in America. You're not going to make enough money. College costs too much. Healthcare is out of control. Birth rate's at a 30 year low. So, what does this movie actually mean? Having a family, taking it seriously, despite all the reasons why you should not do this. And everyone criticized, why would he have a baby if uh, babies cry? Like, clearly, that's that's going to be the death of you. That's not the point of the movie. Yes, that's true, but it's a story, and it's supposed to mean something. And also, a husband and wife worked on it together, and guess what? They're starting a family. They have a family. Yeah. It's clear why they did this. Yeah. So it's like everyone just ignores it and acts like... Everything in the movie has to logically make sense. Do you want to go to a movie where people just make really sound, logical decisions all the way through? No. No, that'd be boring as fuck. So, like, I want to see a movie where people make risky, dangerous, exciting decisions yeah, so that human. I can live vicariously through them. Yeah, they're human. Right. It's the human element. Yeah, the humanity as a whole yeah. does stupid shit. Yeah. So if this movie is going to be representative of my species, well, it's like you're. It's like, why did he have a baby? It's like, do you want him to stop sleeping with his wife? Right. Oh, maybe they couldn't go to the store you to want get him a to condom. Defy nature because, now. Right. Right. Oh, and there, there's so many little subtle t- uh, touches to that movie too. Buzzfeed came out with an article like 18 things about a quiet place that'll make you love the movie all the more. And things that I did not catch the first time. So you see the general store. I got to watch it again for sure. Yeah, yeah. I will buy the Blu-ray. Like, I'm 100% on board. Uh, I, I want to plug the best YouTube movie critic real quick. Do, do you watch any any people that, like, just do a, a movie critic well, it's like channel? Kevin Smith every now and then. Kevin Smith is good because he goes two hours long on something and really digests it. I'm talking yeah. a quick review. Mm-mm. Jeremy Johns, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Okay, so he has a rating system. And unlike, oh, it's five star. He doesn't do that. He has a qualitative 
rating system. So his, well, his number one, if it's an awesome movie, it's awesome tacular. If it's just below that, it's I'll buy it on Blu-ray. Oh, that's good. Right? See what I'm saying? Like it, it, you really feel what he's talking about. Like I think just below I'll buy it on Blu-ray is a good time. No alcohol required. Okay. Just below that is, um, I'm going to forget it in T minus one minute. And then his worst rating dog shit. Yeah. How great is that? That's awesome. So I don't know if he gave A Quiet Place Awesome Tacular. I think he gave it a I will buy it on Blu-ray. But if I'm buying it on Blu-ray for me, then it is Awesome Tacular. I don't buy non-Awesome Tacular movies on Blu-ray. The movie was dope, dude. So the BuzzFeed article talks about real quick. Anytime people ask me what my favorite movie is, I feel like I always go with the recent one. You know what I mean? Because it's fresh. It's like a recent one. It's totally fresh. Um but one of the things, things they covered that I missed, when they go to the general store, what's the one product that everyone just leaves on the shelf despite the fact that you can ransack the whole store now? Mm. Bag of chips. Oh, because it's loud? For obvious reasons. Those little, like, touches, attention to detail. Mm. And then people want to pick it apart like it's full of plot holes. No, if there's a plot hole or a seeming plot hole by a filmmaker that doesn't suck, it's because it's in there because it actually illustrates the subtext of the movie. If the filmmaker's any good, right? What right, looks like right, a mistake right. to you is actually something that he put in there deliberately. And then they'll talk about what the kids did wrong. I'm like, oh yeah, because when eight and nine year old kids are in death defying scenarios, they always make really sound decisions. Yeah. No, they shit themselves, and it's you know yeah they were slightly more composed I thought than what real like you know pre. pre- pubescent kids would be yeah the deaf girl for sure yeah i mean she you know she that was an awesome character despite the fact that the whole thing was kind of her fault right but in a way she figures out how to defeat you know this this alien race yeah so that 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 it was genius is the only part that bothered me Oh, that that the solution was too convenient and easy. No, that the solution was only solved by a arguably twelve year old, right? And that the military does have supersonic technology right now, right? To use, yeah. So, like, sound cannons are a real thing, right? So that yeah. that to me was like in the Incredible Hulk movie, they used it on him. Like, they actually didn't uh, Bruce Wayne use a supersonic uh, on Superman. On Superman, yeah, yep. yeah. Sound cannons are a real thing. Yeah, like, it's like that's not new, right? So it's like you're telling me, out of all the noise in the world, all the the seven billion people on the planet, I understand they killed people insanely fast. I get that, right. but you're telling me she was the first one to be like. Well, they're attracted to noise. Let's give them too much of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know right. I mean? Like, yeah, sensory overload. No, I, like, I totally feel you there. She's the first one to make shit too loud for him. I would love to ask John Krasinski, why did you make that choice? Was it a critique of military power? I don't know. Like, I, I would that, love to that ask it's him just that question. Dumb and loud and way over the top, but misguided, so you're never going to get the job done. Yeah, I don't know. And if I tinker in my basement trying to make a hearing aid for my daughter, that's going to inadvertently create the ultimate weapon. Because even he, as the father, didn't figure out that it was useful. No, 
he did not. And he was, he was intimately he was acquainted down there with, fucking with her little yeah. hearing aids constantly. Right. Trying to make it a better hearing aid. It was yeah. had nothing to do with or did it. Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, and there's going to be a sequel. I've got mixed feelings about that. I feel Why like is there going to be a sequel? Because there's always a sequel if it is knocks John it out Krasinski of the park. Is involved or they're kind of out of it? No, I mean, I mean as a director, maybe. I don't know. Those details I don't know, but he I, I do heard. That. It's going to be garbage. Yeah. Yeah. No, he needs to, to totally yeah. helm that. But yeah, he's dead. So I think these creatures are all over the world. But what would be cheesy is if she. Does she have to go all over the world with her hearing aid? Uh, how do they relay that message? Because then your critique is even more valid because now that we know how to kill these things, yeah, I think, you know. Give the military a heads up. Yeah. And let's just destroy these. Another issue I had with the movie is, was like the internet didn't exist. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just get on the internet and be why, communicating why that way? Why wouldn't he be just be on a chat web? Unless the, they were night. trying to say that like chat web. <laughs> the creatures destroyed our communications or something because they heard sound coming and from. It's possible. Or, that or he's in, in a movie. farm. It's possible that was in the movie. And right. I missed that. Maybe that's on one of the news articles. Like all communications are down across yeah, the world. Or yeah. something. Some, it's possible. Yeah. Maybe the race took out. Well, but they didn't take out electricity because he was able to light up his property. And they didn't take out radios. Right. Um, The only thing I could think of there is that, again, they were in a rural part of America and they had shitty internet. Yeah. They had huge net. That was the only issue. And it was never that fast. Because you're like, do they have to go all over the world? And it's like, no, they just have to get on Facebook and go, we killed one with. Right. Really high frequency. Exactly. There were some things that were convenient. And then we shot it with a shotgun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like Twitter I get still those. exists, right? I like, totally get those. You're partially dismant- dismantling the pedestal I put on the movie. And I thought I was safe on that pedestal because you started this whole thing by saying it was I, your favorite. I went to film school. so yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> like you're looking at this a little like I'm looking at it somewhat critically. But once I like a movie, I'm done. Like I'm done criticizing it. And I'm only focusing on what I love about yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. So, okay, The Matrix has pretty much always been my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So it's my favorite science fiction of all time. But what's your favorite horror, though? Favorite horror? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gosh. Oh, the dog just snuck up on me as I was about to talk about a horror movie. Uh Uh-oh. I peed a little. Did you? I'll admit that. Um... That's a tough one because, you know, I, I loved, is it my favorite? I loved Insidious. I thought the, the first Conjuring was good. Mm. Um, I, I love The like Ring. The, I do I love, like The Conjuring a lot. I love The Ring for its concept. Probably should watch the Japanese versions, Ringu, whatever. Um, you ever watch The Grudge? Did you yeah, ever yeah. see the Japanese version of The Grudge? Didn't where see the at, Japanese like, the version of The Grudge. It's like they're at like a carnival, I think. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Don't doubt it. Um, but my favorite horror movie, I mean, The Ring is way up there, though. Yeah. Like, I wrote like a paper a on that. I presented oh, really? that paper at, like, an academic conference. Oh, damn. About how things spread, because that's what it was about. It was a meme. Yeah. You know? I mean, to have to watch it, in order to save your life, you got to get somebody else to do it. It's it's a chain letter concept, but applied to, like, the video. And then it was a critique of... You know, there's a line in there, you know, in a small town, if if you have a cold, everybody has a cold. 
talking about how information metastasizes globally because it's a global village. Right. And how quickly the, you know, the videotape circulates. You have no choice. You got to show somebody else. And the morbid curiosity of watching this while you, the viewer, are watching people watch it out of morbid curiosity, the meta thing going on there, there's all kinds of great things about it. And they did things differently than the Japanese version did. So, you know, and Naomi Watts is in it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. The Ring just reminds me of Scary Movie 3. But did Scary Movie 3 come out before? The Ring came out in no, 2001. Scary Movie 3 is the parody. I didn't see movies? that. It probably would have ruined it for you me. You weren't a Scary Movie fan? I, I love, the, like I love Scary Wayne, Movies, but I didn't see literally every single one. Uh, Scary Movie 3 is my favorite. <laughs> It's just they're they're making fun of the ring and you know it's like people watch the video and then like seven days later they wake up dead. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. like he's like last week my cousin Ray Ray watched that video <laughs> and and this morning he woke up dead. <laughs> and he's like, Wait, how do you wake up dead? And he's like, Because you're alive when you go to sleep. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. so you're telling me you can go to bed dead and wake up alive? <laughs> and he's like, No, man. <laughs> That's great. He's like, no, that should would be redundant. <laughs> and he's like, what? No, it wouldn't, because you can go to bed and not be dead, but you can die and not be in a bed. And he's like, damn, that's like some quantum shit. Oh, my God. I memorized that whole scene. I bet you did. So. I like the one scary movie where they showed that guy who looks and sounds exactly like Tom Cruise. Can't remember which scary movie that was. Wait, say that again? There's a guy in one of the scary movies that looks and sounds exactly like Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. You got to pull it up now. Guy in scary movie that looks Let's like Tom Cruise. Bring the podcast Cruise. to a screeching halt while we. Oh no, you're fine. Try to find this obscure reference, which we can because of your 500 megabits per second. Is your internet not this fast? You got to get better internet, man. 175 down tops. I mean, that's still really It's good. respectable. But every now and again, the word buffering comes up onto the screen. Is it superhero movie spoofing Tom Cruise? Yeah. Is it that? Maybe it was Oh, that. is it Scary Movie 4 when he does the Oprah scene? No, he was being interviewed by somebody, but not Oprah. Are you sure? I might not know what I'm talking about. This is a spoof of this? Oh, This is yeah. Scary Movie 4. Yep, this, this wasn't what I meant. No. That guy was in 13th Floor. Did you see that? Mm, no. Dark City? Uh, no. Truman Show? Let me write this down. These yeah. are all movies about false reality. I like Truman Show a lot. Um, Truman Show is one of the best. Hey, me with those again. Uh, Dark City, 13th Floor. The listeners know, but I haven't figured it out yet. What? I can't come up. I, I rattled off three. Oh, you're good. I'll listen to it later. Okay. Oh, yeah, duh. We're recording. I got my fucking notebook here to try to remember shit. Don't just need your memory. Shit. But the best sci-fi, I'm still going to go with The Matrix, but Arrival was close. Oh. Saw it in the theater. Horror movie? No, no, it's not a horror. It's sci-fi. But I compare The Matrix to... A monster movie. After I watched this movie. The artificial intelligence. I genuinely fanboyed out about it for yeah. like a good I saw it in the theater week. three times. Did you? Yeah, and I bought it when it came out. I saw The Matrix I in the theater this, five times. I watched like. this uh, 
at my house in Flagstaff with Sam. Yeah. And she fell asleep 20 minutes in because she's like, it's so boring. And she just fell wow. asleep. And I was so enthralled. Right. Granted, I was stoned as fuck. But I was so enthralled yeah. that I was like, I have to fucking know. I have to fucking right. know. And then the deeper the movie went, I was like, it's amazing. Like, the whole circle and right. math and time and right. nonlinear and shit. I right. was like, <gasps> the daughter's name, Hannah, being the same in both directions. Blew my fucking mind. And then when you figure out what those visions were, it was her gaining the ability. And then she didn't even know what it was about. She had the ability just by interacting. And, and I wonder if it was when she put her hand up to the glass that that's when it was transferred to her. Or if you're just... In their presence, their consciousness, because they're an advanced being, I guess, um, in the shape of a upside down tree that walks around. You know, it's like it. The way they look was was awesome because they were nothing like humanity. Yeah. You know, that's in a way that's what's kind of cheesy about Superman. So he's an alien, but, he but he's a really human fucking form. good-looking dude. Yeah. That's fair. What are the coincidence, you know, like... They're humanoid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the possibility Yeah, yeah. They're, they're basically saying that the default, like, uh, life, like, intelligent life form in the universe is a bipedal dude that walks around. It looks just like us. That wears, like, his underwear on the outside of his pants and yeah, his hair gel perfectly to make that little curly cue. Yeah. Yep. Like it is right there in your poster. Yep. The S, baby. Soups. And wh- and why does he even need muscles though? If he can literally defy gravity, any Kryptonian could. A Kryptonian baby could. I think it's probably just the and they just bulk him out. The ideal body persona of yeah. you're shredded. Yeah. Um, but realistically, he doesn't need muscles. Now. Not at all. Because technically, it's not even strength, is it? Not really. It's his cells can lift more weight than our cells can. Right. Because he's denser. Gravity, but what's weird about that if you're denser you can't for him yeah right it's it's yeah his gravity is stronger so he comes here and I, I get the yellow and the red sun what i thought man of steel did cool was the kryptonian scenes the krypton scenes yeah the way that planet looked the only thing that was weird about it was i thought that krypton was an ice planet and that's why the fortress looks like that. Yeah, it's so like, they totally got rid of that. Totally changes. Yeah, I mean they made it like a war planet with General Zod. Yeah, kinda. but maybe what they were trying to say was this is what Krypton looks like when its environment is completely going crazy and you've got volcanoes erupting. That is true. It was about to explode. It was at the end. That's what Krypton looked like at the end. But maybe you roll the clock back a thousand years. Yeah, and there you the, go. And, and then it's an ice planet or whatever. Um, but yeah, arrival was the shit. Um, Arrival was the shit. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. And it's and like trying to movie. get humanity to work together. Like when they realize that there are 12 messages and there are 12 ships and you can't solve your piece of the puzzle without tossing a call over to somebody that you probably can't stand. And the aliens were like, we're going to need you guys in the future. And we're pretty sure that you're going to blow yourselves up. So we're going to pay you a little visit, try to teach you to get along. And we're going to get Amy Adams, who's the only one that's going to be smart enough to figure all this shit out because she's a linguist. And we're totally going to help her teach the rest of the world how not to be pieces of shit. Right. What a great movie before an election where people are totally divided and can't even talk to each other within the same after. It country. Came out, came out a week after. Oh, came after the uh, the election results? Yeah, November 11th. Okay, that was almost perfect what I said there. But then Dude, you had to it go. it was. 
at least half the listeners were with me, and then you just like undressed Oh, you're me right. I'm sorry. I fact no, 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 on the spot. no. That's okay. We're we're you're committed to the truth, right? We're not <laughs> we're not going to let bullshit stand. But it it came out. It it was timely. You know that it was a critique of what was going on in in the United States, or the oh, yeah. the whole world. Just oh, standoffs sure. everywhere. People not being able to get along. So she, you know, she bridges the gap. But her own the her own military almost takes her out before she makes that call yeah. to China or wherever, wherever that was. She doesn't make that call. You know, they the probably theory. start a war with the aliens and then probably with each other, too, because not everyone was united in whether or not they were even a threat. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, the whole thing was completely brilliant. Um, but I am going to say, though, the plot here hole, we go. The plot hole in here this we go. Movie. Here we go. The plot hole in this movie... They're time travelers, but they're saying time is not linear and it's cyclical. Cyclical? Circular. Um, Well, okay. It's like a cycle. Most people, yeah. She can move freely through her entire life, basically, once she learns the ability. I don't think she can which move is what, in space. I think she can conceive of time. But which is she what bend. those beings can do. Yeah. But, like, the movie kind of alludes to, like, those beings are us thousands of years into the future. Does it? Right? That's, it's, that's a cool it's idea. It's a circle of time. So, like, where do they come from? So They had to circle oh, back in their own time to okay, get Okay, so here, what you're right? saying is that's a future iteration of humanity coming back to help itself to ensure its own survival, which would be weird because if you start that it, process, because if they're already it's evidence there, that you, already you, you've already survived. Right. So I don't think it's it's future humanity or a different permutation of us. I get what you're saying. I think what it is is that time, you know, I mean, even Einstein said this, like time is an illusion but a persistent one. Yeah. Because our consciousness makes it the way it is. Like our experience says this is what reality is. Right. But the some sun people rises the sun sets. Right, exactly. But some people will say that time is more like, you know, on a Blu ray, you have you're outside of that construct. So you can enter the Blu ray at the ending or the beginning or in the middle. You don't have to obey any chronology. But the beginning, middle and end of a of a film exist all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's what people surmise about the past, present, and future, that they're all are coexistent. Right. And so what they were able to do is they knew that they had to enter our timeline. Although, again, I just said line, and that's that's not circular. That's linear. Right. Right? But they had to enter at a particular time right, to get us to learn something so that the inevitability right. wouldn't happen, which is they're going to need us... I can't remember why they thought they needed humanity in the future at some point. Uh, I don't remember. Some environmental thing, but our environment sucks. Yeah, I don't remember. I'd have to watch the movie again. But it was in the message that they sent to them or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that was the biggest issue for me is that I, um, we wrote a time travel movie and it was really difficult because I picked apart every flaw in time travel possible. Right. And so time travel movies for me are... Are a big one because Back to the Future is my favorite movie, but has plot holes up the ass. So, like, yeah. when I see a time travel movie, I'm just like, 
what rules are they working with here? Because if I focus on it too much, this whole movie's bullshit. Right, (laughs) right. Time to, okay, um, Looper. Did you see Looper? I did. That was pretty good. It was good. It's pretty good. Like, you know, if you, if one version of yourself uh, sustains an injury, it's, just appears on the future version of of yourself right like instantly right but okay so i gotta talk to college kids all the time not we're not going to mention any more about work i work with college kids that's all you gotta say doesn't matter um and when i'm trying to describe the concept of you know when you're trying to get an 18 to 22 year old kid to think about what's going to happen in the future i always use looper and I, I put it in presentations. I'll put the scene, I'll screenshot the scene where they're at breakfast and they're both having exactly the same meal and it's Bruce Willis as the future version of the Joseph Gordon-Levitt character. Yeah. So they sit down and you know that they're the same dude. And I'm like, long-range planning is what would the future you want you to do now? Yeah. Because if you screw up now, future you, if time travel ever exists, could come back and tell you to knock it off. Yeah. Would exactly. you listen to the future version of yourself? Exactly. Probably not. You'd probably tell the future version of yourself to to get bent because you still think that you can control the future. Yeah. You don't like to think of it as inevitable. But if the future version of yourself said, no, I'm sorry, you making this decision now inevitably leads to me like, uh, I don't know marrying some person that i can't stand that's like you should not be dating her but i don't right. i don't think you'd listen to the future version of yourself I, you wouldn't yeah and in the movie they like after, they don't even finish breakfast they start shooting at each other right yeah there. so okay but a movie time travel that references looper project almanac it's like a combination of looper and chronicle I have, I think I have seen it. Is this with the kids? The kid who discovers that his dad was building a time machine and his dad passed away. Something to do with his backpack? Right, he always has it. It's in his backpack or whatever. But at Um, the end, I can't, I I remember watching this. How does it end? It ends with him doing something fucked up at the end, right? He goes back. There's a redemptive, like, yeah, he 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 undoes his damage. Yeah, he goes back and makes it so none of it ever happens or something like that. But he still knows how to do it because they find they had recorded how they back engineered and figured out his dad's time machine. They, They recorded it all. So he just watched the recording. And that was the artifact from the parallel reality that he'd created. And then he just did it all again, but without making the same mistake, walks up to the same girl. Because if you watch the movie, you're bummed. When, like, you're happy when you see them get together. Because you're like, yeah, an uber nerd like that should be able to get a chick like that. Yeah. You know? Um, and you want them to, you know, to, to mesh. Yeah. And then when it all falls apart, you're like, oh, damn, it was kind of... That's kind of the nice little aspect of that movie. And yeah. then and then you're left with the impression that he can do it all again. Like he finally has gained the confidence that I'm going to make this all turn out okay. Well, have you seen the movie, the tri- the time travel movie with Dom Gleason? Nope. Um, about time with Rachel McAdams, of course, the one woman who is No, in because it looks like a Nicholas Sparks movie. movie and I don't want any part of that. Yeah, so it essentially is, but I watched all this shit. Time Traveler's Wife didn't watch was it. Was really good. Really? 
Yeah, I enjoyed that. You know, I she's, say that. She's also in Time Traveler's Wife is of why I bring that up. Of course she is. Yeah. She's awesome and everything. You should see the movie. Yeah. Uh, she was just in it with Rachel Vice, Disobedience. Mm. Probably lots, sometime. lots of lesbian But scenes. this movie, uh, Domino Gleason has like a genetic condition where he can travel back in time. She cannot. She cannot. He's She's his wife. But if they had a kid, he could at least time travel... Like a little bit. So this would have made tenth grade biology so much more fun if they introduced it like this. You got a guy with superpowers and a chick without superpowers. What are the odds that their kids have superpowers? They address this. Well, they don't address that in the movie, but they address that kind of in the movie. So it's one of my favorite time travel movies because it, it, he has to deal with his own mortality, even though he has this superpower, and he he can control past events and he can go back and right his wrongs. And he can go back and relive the same day five times until he gets it right over so and over So he can again. decide not to time travel at all. Mm-hmm. And he can only go back. He doesn't go forward. He only goes back. So his ability is he can relive moments, basically. Right. He can like close his eyes and go back to any point in his life he wants to. Any point in his life. Is he mentally projecting back or is he like He's literally bodily- putting himself back into that year and redoing it. He's putting himself back wow. into his body in that mind. So if he turns into a little kid, he's, he's a little kid with all his thoughts, but he's the kid. Right. So, like, he literally goes back and does things. The his exact, adult mind in his little kid's body, right. reliving it. But so with he'll his go back and redo things the exact same way so he doesn't fuck anything up and yeah. change, like, one little thing. Right. Um, I wouldn't be into that. So it's it's, like, cool. It's just, like, a cool concept. And then, like, he has a kid. And mm-hmm. he travels back to when the kid's not born, before the kid's born. And then he goes back to present day. Yeah. And he realized the genetic thing that you're just talking about. Yeah. He fucks with his kid. Yeah. So his kid goes from a boy to a girl or a girl to a boy. Right. And so he's like, fuck, I can't travel back in time right. anymore. Right. Yeah. So he like goes to his dad, who also has the genetic condition. Right. And his dad's like, no, once you have a kid or once you have a point in your life, that brings you to a like a deciding factor. Right. You can't travel past it anymore. So the milestone of having a kid and passing your genetics on. He said, like, your kid will always be that moment specifically as it happened, that sperm. Like, if you go back in time and change anything, your kid will forever be different. And you'll never get the same kid again. Oh, so he can still do it. It just... The consequences now the are... The consequences are more extreme. Right. Because he gets attached to because they're kid. Because his genetics are in somebody else. Mm-hmm. But he also gets attached. To, he goes to present day and he has a little girl. He goes back to present day as a little boy. So he never knows what kid to expect. And, and the wife is oblivious. As far as she knows... She doesn't know he has superpowers. But if he changes the gender of his kid, is she like, what the hell? What happened to our... No, because it's all completely, the same thing to her. Right, exactly. So it creates a reality Shit. for her that was completely seamless, mm-hmm. but he's the only one that knows it's different. Yeah, it's a pretty fascinating concept. That is interesting if it's well done. And, you know, I say that, ah, Nicholas Sparks, or I don't want to watch a movie like that. But then again, when I was a kid, I saw a movie called Somewhere in Time, which is straight up like Harlequin romance, you know, and I try to, like, man it up by saying, no, it's a sci-fi. No, it's straight up like Oprah lifetime movie of the week yeah and i still dig it um christopher reeves and it came out in like 79 it's important that you know it came out in 79 um 
And what's interesting is if uh, it was filmed, I guess, on location in a in a hotel called the Grand Hotel in Mackinac Island, Michigan, Upper Peninsula, Michigan. And uh, oh, that's funny. I drank and s- spilled all over myself too. <laughs> I just want to give the listeners an idea of what's actually happening. I know that's why we will be live on video soon. Fun. I'll have to come back for that. Um, so, I mean, assuming you're gonna let me back, I just like. Invited myself yeah, into your podcast. Yeah, come back anytime, man. So I'm glad you finally came. Yeah, I know, and I'll start listening now, so I can I'll be a better guest after listening to the show. It's all good. So this whole thing takes place in this hotel. So Christopher Reeve is like a playwright, and he lives in Chicago. Yeah. His opening night goes unbelievably well. It's like a small time little theater, but like everybody loves what he's just accomplished. He's feeling good about himself. Uh, you know, he's hobnobbing with the audience after the, the play concludes and some old woman comes up to him and she's like, come back to me. And you don't see like the scene cuts out a second or two after that, but you see his reaction is like, what, what the hell are you talking about? And, and you can see like Christopher Reeve, like, I don't know if people understand he was a phenomenal actor. Mm -hmm. Like he was really, really good. Um, and you see how tormented he is in that moment. And the film doesn't even need to show you, like, it catches up to him a year later. He hasn't written anything. He's in this creative dry spell. Like, yeah. he's just dissatisfied. He's just, like, you know, just frustrated. Just wakes up, just angst-ridden. Yeah. You know? Can't go on with his life. So he's yeah. like, man, when was the last time I was really happy? Oh, yeah, in college, when he used to go to this hotel. So... He goes to the hotel to try to recapture that, maybe get his creative juices flowing, whatever. Shows up, not, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, seven, eight hour drive from Chicago to where this is at. And he gets there and he's walking around and he's having this like deja vu experience. Like he's been there before, but not in the way that he thought, because like he figured this is where we went as when I was a college student and he was always drawn to it. But now it's different. And what makes it different is the fact that the woman said, come back to me. He had never had that before. She had never found him. And he was there, and he just has this suspicion that he was there before. So there's a really old guy that works at this hotel. And he shows him where, like, the guest log is. Yeah. And it goes back forever. It goes back, like, 100 years. He finds his name written there. Yeah. And he becomes obsessed with how do I travel back to recapture that? Maybe that's what she meant. Does research on who that was? Pretty trippy, dude. So, like, if you're watching this, like, Sam won't fall asleep. What movie is that? It's called Somewhere in Time. 1979. Somewhere in time. It's probably on Back in VHS. Invest in a VCR if, uh, you know, like go to a prison auction and purchase a VCR. I don't know where they're sold these days, probably. What? I could stream that shit illegally probably right now. Good call. Someone somewhere is uploading somewhere in time just for you. Is that still the Galaxy S8 that you have there? Yeah. Because we haven't talked about this. Okay, so I love smartphones, even though I really don't. I use them just to browse the internet. I don't do anything techie on them, but I love it for... Because I remember when phones used to suck. 
Yeah. They used to suck pretty pretty damn fierce. Oh, yeah. I remember when text messages cost something and you would text a buddy something. And it was kind of understood that I know you're... There it is. And it says watch now and you can just watch it? Yeah. Like, for free. Yeah, this app's the shit. What's the app called? I'm not telling you on here. Oh, good call. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, you would text a buddy and then they would text back like K and I'm yeah. like, dude, that cost me 20 cents. Like, fuck face. Yeah. Yeah. Like and now it's a rude thing to do. Right. Because it's just disrespectful. Right. Yeah. You wanted to be ghosted. Yeah. In 2003. Yeah. Cause you didn't want to pay the per text rate or like whenever, like at some point it was unlimited texting, you know, but before that it was like sending a letter. And putting a stamp on it and paying for it each time. Yeah. Right? So that sucked. But so now the phones are awesome. So I have I have the I'm plugging it. I have the the Google Pixel oh, 2. Oh fuck. Do you and like that? I love the phone. And I'm uh, just checking a text message here. I don't think um, I can get that because it's on only Verizon or something, right? No, no, no. If you buy it from Google, you just have to buy the phone outright at the beginning. You don't get to, like, do that finance thing. Oh, okay. But Google, they actually can be your wireless provider, Google Fi. So it's $10. And I, I don't have them. I have Verizon. Um, because I was already with Verizon when I got this phone. So it's $10 per gig. Yep, that's him. Don't watch it too much right now out of context. Watch it the way it deserves to be watched, all in one sitting. I don't even have audio. One on, so stream of consciousness. Yeah, don't don't. Isn't like that like good though? Yeah, but yeah. it's you know it's it's like putting uh, some awesome food in your mouth and then like just spit it. Just have the whole meal. Yeah, okay, that's right. So yeah, it it it'll it won't do it justice. But Google Fi, it's ten dollars per gig, and then at sixty at sixty dollars or six gigabytes it's free from then on no throttling none of that and i don't know whose network you're really on i think it just grabs sprint yeah you're okay sprint is like the worst in in phoenix man like yeah, for speed i guess it doesn't it. matter because if you're on I'm wi-fi always on wi-fi so yeah it, it does if they're I giving you the best rate my house with wi-fi to work with to wi-fi. work with wi-fi right and the drive in like you cannot use your phone for the amount of time it takes you to commute. I use my phone for shit on the drive. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not a long enough drive. I would kill to have this commute. It took me like 11 minutes. It's pretty dope, right? Yeah. Um so I am not going to get the Google Pixel 3 or Pixel 3 XL cuz it has fair. the notch thing on it and I think that looks dumb. What is that notch thing? The notch is when they embed the camera in the screen but it takes up screen real estate and it's Ugh. this bulb hanging down. And yeah, they and they black out that part of the phone. So then when you're watching something you don't get that screen. Wait, really? The real estate is cut off. Now the the current Pixel doesn't have a notch. It's not an infinity screen, but it's oh, like pretty that? close. Yeah, that's what the next Pixel is going to look like. Oh. It's, they're basically looking at what a disaster the iPhone X was, and they're like, well, we'll just do that on the Android side. It's kind of weird that the screen goes around it, though. It why looks don't they just, ridiculous. Why don't they just cut a whole line off? But like when this you're one? watching something, they cut off that top portion, so you lose that screen, why defeating don't they the just purpose. Do this part. Right, I know. Well, the reason that they don't do that is because they think they want to give you. A screen-to-body ratio of, like, 90-something percent, but it defeats the purpose to have a notch because then you don't get to see right down to the that notch like is it's locked off. just the off. XL version, though, right? Yeah, the that XL. That looks normal. Well, it looks normal, but it has it has bezels on the, the top and the bottom, so you don't get the full infinity screen effect. But the Pixel 2 XL, 
No notch. It's just a good phone. Uh, Free Android updates for three years. You know how most phones, like after a couple, like you might as well upgrade. Yeah. Like so, Apple. but they're still coming out with a phone the next year. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from the Pixel. Hold out for the Samsung S10, not the foldable phone that they're coming out with. I don't care about a foldable what phone. Was that the Razer? I remember the Razer, and the Razer was the best. The Motorola Razer was the best. Have like, you seen the new one? Internet. Well, the well, that's the gaming company Razer phone. What? No, it's the new Motorola Razor. Oh, really? Oh, you can fold that too, can't you? Yeah, it's brand new. They're coming out. Yeah. I don't want it though. I have heard of that. It's foldable. Look at it. That's the new Razor. It's the Razor 4, baby. Razor 4. I kind of want one. It's so thin, you might not even know it's in your pocket. I know, but my only thing is, like, don't you think that part of the screen, after you fold it 10,000 times, is just going to be garbage? Like yeah. trying to click shit on that yeah. part of the screen and stuff or watching videos on it. You're like, cool. Right. That part's all faded and right. fucking stretched out. They can't recapture the magic. Yeah. There's no way the wear and tear on this is real. Like, uh, yep. Really tested so far. Blackberry but has a phone. I loved a- my razor as a kid. No, I, I loved it. I had, it had I the, had the first feel. one and then the second one with the touchscreen. Right. Loved them. Yeah. I just had the original. Best texting phone ever. Look at that screen, though. It looks dope. It does. I mean, they make it look sick on YouTube. But... But how the does, problem is... How does this it not is have a, a crease? This is like an artist rendering. This right, is like that's an not actual what video that's not playing what on the phone. Be. Right. So I'm curious about that. But the Galaxy S10, it's going to be 5G. Yeah. Probably have 8 gigs of RAM. I like the Galaxies, man. The Galaxies are amazing. I had the 4, the 6, and now the 8. I just so. I just had the 6, and then I went to the HTC 10, mm. and now the Google Pixel 2 XL. I'm pretty stuck with the the Galaxies until you'll I definitely want else. You'll definitely want to... Uh, he comes out of nowhere, your dog. I know. You just wonder, like, He's why does part of your body feel like your dog? And then you're like, oh, it's your actual dog. He just wants some love. So, oh, uh, creepo. So the S10 is going to be sick. It's probably going to cost a thousand bucks. So they're going to have three varieties of it. So you can get a smaller one. You can get one with the three camera one. It's going to have the three finger. cameras. Yeah, yeah. The it's fuck gonna do have... you need three for? I don't know. Do you remember when the 3D camera phones came Wh- out? And why do like, I need six razors to shave my face? It's the same face I've always had. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they'll come out with seven, and I'll fucking buy a seven. <laughs> are we? Uh, are we like way over our time right now? We're Jeff? way. We're way over. So we gotta. We I gotta know you shut said it we down. had an hour. And we, I don't know. And I we're I lost pushing track. an hour forty minutes now. So time to go. <laughs> okay. We'll do a volume two when something else happens. Yeah, man. That's come cool. back. Let's do another one. No, don't wait for something cool. Just we'll come just, back. We'll just in like a yeah. couple of weeks. Let's do another one. Yeah. If it weren't for the headphones and the studio and the mic, it was just like we were hanging out and talking. Yeah. And the constant mentioning of the show. Other than all those things, it was just like we were just talking like we normally would have. That's the intention, you know. Loving it. It'll get easier as we do more too. <laughs> no, this was very easy. Good. I had no expectations and it exceeded that. Good. Well, thanks for being here, man. Uh, Loved it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all the good shit. I will be subscribing as far as you know. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, hit me up on Twitter if you want, at M-I-A-Z Podcast. All right. Peace.